Welcome back to episode 10 of Command Your Life. I'm your host, Jacqueline Diana, and today we're joined by U.S. Navy veteran Melissa Palacios-Gonzalez, a woman who has many roles like most of us, but she's taken it a step further to show how you can be empowered to use your voice and find ways to advocate for other women as a contestant of Miss Veteran America 2020. We get candid about the struggle of motherhood in the military, the importance of knowing where you came from, and the issues facing women veterans today like homelessness, transitioning into the civilian workplace, and finding a sense of self again. So let's get after it. The world doesn't need any more followers. The world needs more women leaders. Leaders that are confident because they've conquered their insecurities. Leaders who have standards and boundaries because they refuse to lower them for anyone else's comfort. This means you. The world needs more women leaders who are ready for responsibility, they require respect, and take ownership over the choices that they make. This is for you if you are a woman who wants more, and you will not apologize for standing in your truth, you won't make excuses, and you are ready to command your life. Welcome to Command Your Life. I'm your host, Jacqueline Diana, and today we have an incredible guest with us. We have Melissa Palacio-Gonzalez of Houston, Texas. She's a mother, a wife, entrepreneur, and U.S. Navy veteran. She's in the process of obtaining her bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and she's about to celebrate her second year in owning her own beauty line business. She empowers women to look and feel her best, and she started at Meet Hidden Gems, where she showcases hidden gems all around the world, whether it's a small business, an organization, or a person that's just doing incredible things. She's also in her fourth year of volunteering with the Child Advocates of Houston, and she serves as a court-appointed guardian ad litem, helping children in child protective service custody and serving their best interests with the support of her husband family, and friends. So Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jackie. I'm so happy to be here on your show. No, it's it's incredible. And there's some things that you left out here on your bio, which I am definitely going to talk about. But I want <laughs> to know first, Melissa, tell us a little bit about your experience in the Navy and, and kind of what got you to that point that you wanted to enlist. So the point that got me to want to enlist into the Navy, I just knew I wanted to go to the military, not particularly the Navy. I went to the local recruiters offices and the Navy recruiters were the first ones to actually like, hey, like talk to me and just really get me interested into the Navy. So they did their part as far as the recruiters. (laughs) But wanting to leave, I always had a sense of service in my heart. I've always wanted to serve. I felt like I could do more than just in my community. I wanted to make a bigger impact. And for me, growing up in a single family home and just knowing the benefits that could be there for me if I did enlist into the military was just a even like bonus. So I graduated early. I did the community college thing. I was working more than going to school. I was like, no, I'd rather go to work than go to school because money. Yeah. But finally, I just, I felt like it wasn't getting me anywhere. And I just felt like I was work, work, work. And I'm like, no, I need to do something now. And so that's when I just decided to leave. Yeah. And go to the military. So you had something that you felt like you could serve more. You could do yeah. more. Like you had a bigger purpose for yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you have family member in the military or 
Any other yes. experience with that? Yes, my grandmother is an Air Force veteran and my grandfather is a Navy veteran. So it's funny when I realized that I was in the Navy, my grandma was like, oh, like your grandpa. And I wish you would have did the Air Force and gave me so much, you know, drama for that. But yeah, both of my grandparents, um, my uncle served as well in the uh, Vietnam War. And I, my mom also told me uh, back in the day, you know, those I want you posters. Yeah. Um, one of my great uncles is, was actually one of the people on those posters. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, we have a big sense of like pride in the military mm -hmm. for our family and especially being um, Mexican-Americans um, here in Houston. Uh, you know, Texas used to be Mexico. So there's a lot of yeah, um, we, we were here and I don't know. You ever watch Selena? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so he's like, we're Mexican-American. We got to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans. So, so true. Yeah, so we have a big uh, sense of pride in our military service. I love that. First of all, I mean, especially you hit on the Latino-American point. And to have that type of pride is just incredible. What I would like to know, though, is how many years did you serve and what kind of led you to get out? Because you're a veteran. Okay. Yes, so my contract was for eight years. They told me four years active duty or four years in active duty where I just check in, hey, mm -hmm. I'm here, if something pops off, you know. Um, so I went ahead and did four years active, or you could do the full, full eight active, but I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and do the four. Yeah. I'll do the, the four years active and everything was good. I ended up ha getting pregnant early in my service. And that also led me to think, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and do my four years and use the benefits of the Navy. And I did. I did that. I was blessed enough to do that. I had a couple girlfriends who they got pregnant early in their service career as well. And they actually had to do admin set. Wow. They had, yeah, they had to end yeah. up getting out and only get like 80% of their benefits. And I was like, no, I need all of it. So I'm going to do my whole four years, be a mom to my son. Um, you know, I was actually supposed to leave on a, the end of a three-month appointment with one of the ships in San Diego. But with all I, with all the back appointments I had and medical appointments, they're just like, no. So I just ended up doing my um, my time and yeah. I got out. So you had your, your first son while you were in? Yes. Or you yes. only have one son? Yes, I do. Only yeah. one son. You had him while you were in. How was that yes. experience being a mom and in the military? It was really tough. And I don't wish it on any mom, honestly, unless they already have a family established. Um, just because I was so young. I was stationed in Japan primarily. And then when I got pregnant, they sent me to San Diego because they're like, well, shoot, she's already by herself, but overseas. Like, so let's bring her at least closer to the States. Yeah. Um, they brought me to San Diego. I'm very thankful for the Navy for that. Um, and I was by myself. My husband was deployed the whole time. He didn't come back until two weeks before I had my son. I didn't realize that I was literally just woke up, went to work, maybe watched some uh, Army, what was it? Um, Army Wives or whatever that show was <laughs> on TLC. I used to watch some of that. Uh, say yes to the dress and go to sleep like it was really sad but once I had my son my husband was back like I just enjoyed motherhood but knowing that I would have to leave my son it just hurt it hurt my heart yeah it definitely takes a, a special type of woman and you know there there's plenty of us out there that are still willing to, yeah. to do it and be moms 
but yeah. there should be no guilt for any woman that oh no not at all absolutely not um i was torn with that decision as well and it's a little easier for me as a reservist still i traveled being away from a newborn right like i okay. couldn't do it so i definitely understand where you oh are. yeah and i applaud, applaud all my friends and other mothers that are in the military because it does it takes a special type of strength i don't wish that on anybody who didn't have a family already established and even families it doesn't have to be blood even just some type of support because that support is so much needed and i'm sure like you on you need you know that absolutely yeah and i think that's something that hopefully it's getting a little bit more exposure now um, just the mental health of females in the military in general, everything from having children to having spouses that are also military to the military sexual assault and trauma. Like there's a lot being broken open this year, I feel in, in terms of exposure and awareness. So hopefully this is another one where we can continue to improve. And isn't it, isn't it crazy how it like, we, like you said, I'm going to touch base on the military sexual trauma, just as an example. Um, for Vanessa Guillen's family, they're, I feel like they're the ones who actually brought so much light to this. Because as you know, active duty reservists, anybody that's a part of government entities, like you can't do so much speaking out as far as things. So it's like, yeah, we, needed, we needed the citizens to speak up. Mm -hmm. And luckily things like you said are being brought out more attention it's like we've already known this but there's only so much you can do right right no her family is just such oh it gives me chills how yeah. strong and resilient her family is and, and not being not even being from this country as immigrants yeah. themselves just what an inspiration to everybody that they are yeah, yeah they've they've done so much so yeah, I, I do see like some some changes on the horizon for military and women in the mental health section. And, and I appreciate you sharing that story, especially mm -hmm. if there's anybody else that's kind of in those shoes and they know that they're not alone in feeling that way. So since you've gone out, I know you've been busy. <laughs> you've yes, been, you yes. have been so busy. I mean, gosh, okay, you got school, you're going to school right now, you have your, your business and your big one coming up here in two weeks, you are competing to be Miss Veteran in america melissa tell me that's so exciting tell oh me about gosh. that oh my gosh jackie you have to do it when whenever you're ready you have to do it i think you'd be so great so i'm running for miss better in america 2020 and i will be well right now as well i'm an ambassador speaking for final salute Inc. and the role for miss better in america of course is to be that role model um just the light to remind other women veterans are any women serving like, hey, we got this and we're stronger than we think and together we can move mountains. But for Final Salute and advocating for Final Salute has been the most fun for me and most challenging um, thing for me to raise money, to raise awareness. And the whole thing with Final Salute Inc. is they provide safe and suitable housing for our homeless women veterans wow. and their children. Oh my because gosh. When we, yeah, when we think homeless veterans, I'm sorry, but me before all of this, I would probably think a no. Yeah, I, I don't think I would go to, to a woman or a child. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And with just stipulations and things that come into play when it comes to a woman, a woman usually isn't by herself. So with that, like a woman most of the time isn't by herself. She may have children with her and think about it going into 
a shelter and maybe she has a 13, 14 year old son, it's like, okay, well you can come, but maybe not your male son. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what, what parent wants to leave, to, their kid. to leave their kid exactly. Right. Yeah. And so with Final Salute, they provide, they, they provide that, they provide housing. Um, it's in Virginia and there's applications that of course need to be filled out, things like that to, uh, to be considered for the housing, but they also pay bills. They've been uh, buying groceries for these ladies. A lot of them are couch surfing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot. Do you have any statistics that you could share about that? Yes. I would love to know. Hopefully we can team up with some other organizations that can help out with this as well. Yeah, there's 55,000 homeless women veterans in the U.S. Final Salute also works with veterans in establishing plans towards their independence, which I love about that because they have a three-step approach, okay. which is awareness, assistance, and aspiration. So with those things, we're also, there, we're also preventing them having a reaction. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, there's this many people that are homeless. Well, let's do something now. Well, no, let's do something to help them so they don't get to that point. Right. So they also have that, um, the programs that they have, they have the home, the safe, and the next uniform. So for next uniform, that would be if these women are looking for jobs, they're mm -hmm. coming out of the military, they help them with things like that. The safe would be the savings. Of, so that would be the financial aspect. Helping them get their finances in order. Let's, you know, educate them as well. And then the home is, like I said, about the housing. Mm -hmm. So that's the housing outreach, mentorship, encouragement. And you must be honorably discharged, must be willing to agree to their roles for two years because within those two years, they're going to be helping you back to your independence. Yeah. The manager, she was an Army uh, retired um, veteran she actually was living in that home and she was still serving her fellow vet female veterans and she's sick unfortunately right now and she just got moved out of the home to be with her family so just the women that are a part of this organization yeah. jazz booth is the founder she's off she just actually opened her what a motivational speaker i was gonna say oh, thank you, you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she just started her motivational uh speaking but Jazz Booth is the founder of Final Salute MS Veteran America. And so ladies like this, it's just I'm around and just getting so inspired. Somebody right. like you. It's it's amazing. You know, we're we're working, you know, when you're in the military, you're working next to these girls and you know, yeah, we let's we're thinking about like, yeah, let's have fun after this, but we don't think about like man, like we're we're not your regular everyday chicks. Absolutely like, no, not, yes you don't realize like powerful the women are around you and it's it's beautiful that is awesome so you have a final salute is a female veteran run organization yes. um yes and it's finalsalute.org is that what it was final salute inc final salute org. you guys go check it out um, that is definitely an easy way to help support our female veterans wherever stage they're at whether they need education housing or even that application to that next job in their life and that next that next sense of purpose really because I, I think a lot of women go through that when they transition out they had years and years and years of getting a purpose drilled into their heads and then all of a sudden and I'm sure this is the same with most veterans I mean there's a, a definite lack of goals and, and a, like a very steady sense of purpose when you're going on after the military so it's 
such an incredible organization, Melissa. Thank you for bringing them to life. Yes, and the women that I'm competing against, well, they're yeah. even, yeah, they're pretty dope. I'm like, wow, they're beautiful. Just the things they've been coming up with, like for one of them, um, her name is Mary Ann. She's been rock marching. And uh, one of them did a Kendra Scott. Somebody uh, did t-shirts. Somebody did face masks. Um, People are going to volunteer. So we're just, it's seeing everybody just advocate and do something for not just ourselves, but yeah. more, more than just ourselves. It's, it's nice. So talk about what you do in your business and how that, okay. how you even started with that. Like how long was that after you got out? Did you start right away? So I want to that was two years after. Okay. So you touched, you touched on a bit of what started me for my business. Um, you know, when you're talking about getting out, like sometimes, you know, we get purpose drilled in us every day while we're in, but when we get out, it's like, okay, now what? And also I feel like, um, for myself speaking, um, I kind of realized like, wow, you know, I did my hair in a ponytail for four years, Monday through Friday, and probably even the weekends. And how do I do my hair again? Um, how do I feel like, uh, you know, the woman that I want to feel like? Uh, and going to school, working, and Facebook, <laughs> I saw um, I saw somebody selling like jewelry and things like that. And I was like, okay, so I started buying. And I'm like, okay, Melissa, you're buying all this jewelry and you're not going anywhere. You're not fixing yourself. And so I started 10 minutes to myself every day. Um, I told myself, Melissa, just give yourself 10 minutes to get ready and you will feel so much better. And, and I did. And I did that continuously. And I just was like, I want somebody else to feel this good. And I had 60 bucks. It was during the summer. So VA benefits, I couldn't get paid since I was going online. I do have to be in person at least one class to get your money for GI Bill. And I was like, okay, Melissa, how are you going to make some money? So I started getting some jewelry and reselling it. And just ever since then, I've just been investing, investing back that's, into my company. That's amazing. You, and you, another point you just touched on too is the self-image, how you lose yourself. You lose your self-image. You have to maintain it purposefully. Like you said, 10 minutes in the morning, Melissa, how am I going to take care of myself today? Yeah. You know, how am I going to present myself today? What makes me feel beautiful? And well, what a good practice. Mm -hmm. It what is. A and, practice. and I didn't have anybody as close you in my ear like these ladies do. Um, but even having somebody like you, like, hey, come on, like, you know, kind of put that fire back under you. It's, it helps so much. Oh my gosh. What's the name of your business? Tell, tell the world. <laughs> oh yeah. I own Aesthetic Glam. So Aesthetic, A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C and Glam, just because Glam, I love all things bling and mm -hmm. I like that little bit of extra, um, but Aesthetic because it's beauty and Aesthetic means what's beautiful to you. So mm -hmm. we may not all like the same things, but as long as we feel beautiful and look beautiful we can do anything <laughs> your energy is amazing oh your thank you so positive and so inspiring this is perfect um my my next question really is going to dive a little deeper on just what are the challenges okay. that you faced either transitioning out of the military or even just going back to school starting up your business what kind of things have really challenged you but that you've overcame 
I would say um, balancing, balancing my life, balancing um, career, um, relationship, motherhood, uh, business, entrepreneurship, uh, this competition. <laughs> Every day is, is a different challenge. And luckily, I feel like the Navy really molded me to kind of just simper gumby like i was telling you that's like always flexible just okay you know because i feel like when we're like i like to plan but i feel like w once i get to that mode where i'm just planning 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 and then something goes off track my anxiety is like whoa <laughs> okay. so i try to be like all right not everything's gonna go as we plan so just kind of you know um so balancing is the biggest thing. Time management has been another big challenge for me. Um, because like I told my husband one time, it's like uh, relationship, house, child. Mm -hmm. Like in the, and there's not even my school and my career, you know? And it's like, which, what am I going to pay attention to more today? You right. know, some things, not that it's going to get neglected, but something's going to get more love than on. Um, and we have to understand that yeah um, and also i would say because i'm facing these uh challenges every day and balances and not i don't want to say challenges but maybe uh what's a better word for a good challenge like adversities yeah overcoming the adversities yeah um because i feel like it's only making me a better person i would say just kind of um going back to my like for me learning how to say no learning how to say hey no that's cutting into my time and i need that me time so we don't have to <laughs> we'll come back to this yes that's definitely all intertwined right the balancing mm -hmm. but also the boundaries that you have to set yeah. to maintain any kind of semblance of balance in your life and i completely relate to that i struggle with that as well i mean sometimes i get so business 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 i you know my I'm not working out, I'm not running, I'm not taking time for self-care, mm -hmm. you know, or I'm not spending fun time with my family because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in tunnel vision and that, that yeah. tends to happen to me a lot. So having those boundaries or even writing them down and knowing what they are. Like today, I'm only going to work so many hours, then I got to turn it off. I, yeah. You know, like things like that or just saying no to these extra products or projects um, and saying no to things that are just sucking your energy. I had to say no to one of my hobbies, which is ballet folklorico. I do Mexican folk dancing, and so does my son. And the the practices were going to be the same day, but I'm like, my son would have to wait all the way until 9:30. No, he should be in bed. Like Melissa, you're going to have to say no, you know, and that's okay. Um, I can find my happiness in something else and put it. Girl, in look at you. Okay, side note: I grew up doing ballet folklorico as well. So really. Let's <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have my son in it. I want oh God, him to know. Yeah, I want him to know. I feel like the in the biggest thing I had to come out of realization, which it's funny because I feel like the military kind of. I never thought of myself like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm Hispanic. I grew up with around a bunch of Hispanics, uh, you know. But going to the military, I never realized how more was like, yeah, no, you're Mex, you're Mexican girl, and I don't, I don't speak fluent Spanish. I'm like, I'm considered with quote unquote Chicana, like, you yeah. know. And I'm like, oh man, but yeah, I was like, you know what? I am Mexican. I am this person, and to tap into that, to know where you come from, I feel like that's the best way to know where you're gonna go. Because if you don't know 
your history, you don't know your fa- like your background. Even if you don't relate to that background, you have to know where you came from. Yeah, it's important, absolutely. But like that was a good, the be- one of the best things I had to realize in my life. <laughs> that's beautiful, and that, that's a that's a really good point to know your background to be able yeah. to move forward, even if you don't relate to it, even if it's so far from where you are now. It's a like, good look how far you've come. Yes, like, your ancestors will be so proud of you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, is there any other, even that, even an advice that you can share with anybody else on just balancing or setting boundaries? Of course, learning how to say no, but also learning how to say yes. Ooh, I love that. Yes. So with business, I've learned, and I don't know if you've dealt with this, but I feel like I'm 28. So I feel like, okay, I'm not 21. You know, I feel like there is a big gap for me, like as far as growth. So I want to say, you know, learning to accept help from others, learning um, to accept other people's ideas. Like, yeah, we may be like, you might have awesome, awesome ideas, but maybe I can tell you a tip. And if you're not open to that idea of accepting somebody else's advice or input, how do you know you're gonna like you how are you gonna know if it's gonna work and if it does will it turn out awesome you know yeah so i would say saying yes new possibilities right being open to the art of the possible Mm-hmm. yeah definitely thinking about it just not not saying that's impossible for me maybe it's just saying that's not for me right now but that could also be sometimes exactly yeah exactly yeah that's See, a- I have to t- teach my son that too <laughs> it, so it doesn't just pertain to us it pertains to everybody <laughs> exactly exactly I love this and what else can we expect from you after you know this competition or during this competition so what I'm hoping to do of course is to reach out to more veterans women veterans particularly just because I want to emboss that um power that we have similar to you you know um i don't know exactly what i want to do with it outside us outside of miss better in america um i have my meat hidden gems and i really enjoy doing that i love showcasing other people i'm like the biggest cheerleader you you want me to cheer, be your cheerleader i got you i will post about it. I would love it to hype you up and I just love doing it I, I it's love like people that meet me that they haven't met me they're like you know I have to kind of watch you a little bit but you are like this person that you show who you are and I mean I just try to be me but I really want to do what meet hidden gems is of course um be able to highlight all these awesome businesses organizations people like yourself and just make it kind of like maybe a networking type of thing, connection type thing. So when you're looking for somebody, you can find them where on meet hidden gems. You know, I want to be that catalog where you can just come and find them. So I'm gonna be working on that. Of course, my business, but yeah, this it's really this competition is kind of been like, okay, Melissa, what are you gonna do with this? Like, there's so much you can do, and narrowing down exactly how I want to help my fellow veterans. Right. Yeah. So when you stepped up and said, I'm going to do this, was there fear there? Was there insecurity? Oh, well, of course. Um, yeah. But all of, all of the above. Yeah. Uh, I've always been like, I'm thicker than the other girls, I'm <laughs> sure. So like, of course, maybe body self-image, like, really, these girls look like they run every day. <laughs> and <laughs> you're over here trying to just get it, you know, just working in. And but that's what I love about it. Like, how, how strong I am that I that I didn't think I was anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always 
labeled myself, you know, I'm badass, I'm this, I'm great, I'm powerful, I'm this great, phenomenal woman. But of course, every now I'm like, am I? Like, I sometimes I ask myself, am I? And and those Mm self-doubts, they really eat at you if you let them. And every day I'm like, no, don't listen to them. I just got to do my thing. I love that. I love that. And I hope our listeners really picked up on that because you are here for Miss Veteran America. And as a powerful, phenomenal badass woman yourself you still had a little bit of that self-doubt a little bit of that insecurity but you pushed through it oh yeah and you you're here you're here today two weeks away from the competition coming up soon here and i just hope more women can take that fear and step through it because it doesn't go away you just kind of step through it i know um i don't know if your listeners listen to cardi b but i actually really like cardi b Uh, (laughs) but one thing she said i'll never forget and i'm like that's so true don't think why why this person be like why not me why can't i do it and you will start seeing the results that you want when you ask yourself well why can't I so one thing with you Melissa I've just really picked up on you're authentically you you are <laughs> you are you and you're proud and you shine bright oh thank I you really thank so much <laughs> No, but to, it really sets you apart and it sets you apart, not just on social media. Cause we, I know I follow you on social media and, and I could feel your positivity through your social media, but just you. speaking to you personally too. Thank you. I would like pray hugs. Yeah. <laughs> virtual hugs. <laughs> no, but I, I really appreciate you being on today. And I just want hopefully everyone to know that you are using your voice to not only speak for yourself, but for other women and other veterans, whether they be struggling right now, finding jobs or homes, you know, working with Final Salute Inc. to embodying the beautiful that they are with your business, Aesthetic Glam. And then here you are. Going for Miss Veteran America. So you sh- you have a tremendous amount of stuff to be proud of. Thank you. Thank you. You've- Thank you. That means a lot to me. Yes. And there's, you're just an inspiration for so many other women. And I hope that they connect with you. I hope so too. And I hope to be that. And you say those nice things about me. Thank you so much. But then I see the same thing in you. So it's like, that's why we have to be ourselves. Because somebody needs a you. Somebody needs a me. You know, somebody needs a them your listeners somebody needs them my husband's always like oh social media but I'm like I hope I can make somebody happy today like yes you know I hope I can use my story to empower somebody else I actually have uh two girlfriends of mine uh, they actually started their own jewelry business and accessory business and they're like Melissa I hope you're not mad I'm like why would I be mad no. I want you I'm so happy for you because you're doing your own thing like no I'm not about I'm not like that at all there's room for everybody exactly Exactly. (laughs) where can everybody find you okay help support you thank you so for my contestant page on facebook and twitter it's melissa for the number four m-e-l-i-s-s-a-4 m-v-a miss veteran america 2020 and so that's going to be on facebook and twitter or you can find me facebook instagram and twitter at sweet melissa kp and then i have the at meat hidden gems and then i have my aesthetic glam 
Excellent. And I'll drop all those links in the show notes so everybody can find you, you. and they could rock it, whether that be your beautiful jewelry or just help you Thank out, you. support you throughout Thank your you. journey with Miss Better in America. So when is this competition so that we can make sure we uh, tune in? Yes, yes. And I also on the link tree, uh, the link that I gave you, it'll have a link also to the Miss Better in America show. So the show is October 11th. And interviews are actually October 9th. So we'll see who makes it past October 9th. Okay. And then October 11th, which is Sunday, is the final reveal. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. And I wish you Thank all the you. best. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping our listeners really just understand what it takes and the challenges that everybody faces. Yes. And definitely, let me just plug it, command your life. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> I really appreciate you being on today. Thank you, love. So if you like this episode, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and leave me a review so this can reach more women leaders just like yourself. You can always connect with me on Instagram or via email and both links will be in the show notes. But until next week, stand tall in your truth, don't make excuses, and command your life.